You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 204. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 204. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. I am almost over you, Mr. Smith. I think we need to bone down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure. That is so TMI for the audience. Oh, the mic's on? Yeah. Oh, shit. I did not know the mic was on. So so there's a little insight. Sometimes we get cranky with each other if we haven't gotten down to it for a minute. We need to get down. So I okay. was getting irritated with him about the mic check. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Mr. Smith. Just do the fucking mic check. All right. So, so yeah. So sometimes we have a little snickiness. We call it snicky. Like bigger. Being persnickety. Persnickety. Such a funny word. Snicky. Snicks with each other. Anyway. Oh, my God. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Let's just rewind. Skid <sighs> Zen. Here we go. We have an awesome topic for you guys today, which is how to say nice things to yourself that you can actually believe. Ooh. So I have a really awesome tool that I'm going to share with you today amongst a couple of other things, but that is really targeted into how to actually speak to yourself kindly and use kind of personal self-talk or mantras that you can really believe. Because a lot of times we see that floating around on social media and it's like, just think positive and say you're worthy and you're worth it. And it's like, not, not all of us can say that kind of stuff and really believe it. Yeah. I'm going to give you a really awesome tool to help you craft things to say to yourself awesome. that actually feel believable and empowering. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite tools to give to people. So, of course, you know when I like to make sure that you're cementing this and really learning it, what do you get? A warm fuzzy. Uh, no, oh. but but we, we can also oh. give that. <laughs> oh, whoops. No, a free shit alert. Oh, free shit alert. Oh, (laughs) wrong. Wrong. So wrong. We interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert. Repeat, (laughs) this is a free shit alert. Yay! (laughs) Yay! A free shit alert. A free shit alert with a warm fuzzy on top. Oh my gosh. So yeah, we I will, need a nap. Uh, you need a nap. You, <laughs> we're gonna give you some whiskey and put you to sleep. Oh my gosh! Yes. So we have a free cheat sheet for you for this episode. That's gonna talk all about how to stop talking shit to yourself, what you can actually say instead, all of the tools that you need. Be sure to go to thejoyjunkie.com/slash-two-zero-four. Just click on the large yellow button and we'll send it directly to your inbox and you will have all of the tools that you need so that you can get the shit out on paper. You've heard me talk about this a million times. When you crystallize it, get it out on paper, it's far more effective. It's true. Be sure to grab that. But before we jump into all of this week's content and discussing all of that, I think we uh, need you to get, get your wiggles out. Get my wiggles out? All right. 
Would you rather? This is actually one that I should have used last week, but I think it'll fit perfectly. All right. Would you rather date someone with low self-esteem or someone that's super cocky? Oh, <laughs> as he raises his eyebrows to me. Mm-hmm. I think I would... Oh, gosh. Because I, I immediately go into, like, what kind of behavior could I help them change the fastest? <laughs> um, Don't try to change people. Don't try to change me. I You need to change if you're doing things that are destructive, though. Period. That's true. Like, yeah. Extremist. Everybody should change if they're doing things that are horrible for themselves. Like, you don't get, get to just say, I'm jealous. Deal with that. Right. It's like, no. You need to work on that. Work on that. Yeah. So I think, like, okay, if somebody was insecure... I almost would lean more towards that one. Because you can build confidence by then you can because take the cockiness down. Because there's a difference between confidence and cocky. Of course. Yeah. In my eyes. Well, yeah. I think cocky is only one person wins. I'm better. I'm better than you. I'm better than all these other people. And it usually stems from massive insecurity, which is ironic. Yeah. But confident is I love myself and you can too. Right. You know? Well, I, th- I think, okay. So this is actually a trick question a, a trick would you rather oh because most people that are super cocky have low self-esteem that's true if you've got high confidence that's different but if you're super cocky you're usually masking deeper insecurities. deeper insecurities but they're harder to crack harder to crack they're Absolutely. typically harder to crack so mm-hmm. i i think i'm gonna go with like a blatantly low self-esteem because i'm a i'm a natural cheerleader anyway so right. i feel like that would naturally work with my character because i'm far more nurturing with those sorts of people yeah. you know i tend to be like you can get it we're gonna figure this out versus somebody who's cocky i'm like wait 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 now don't get it twisted like i could i could see myself being far more combative and argumentative with mm-hmm, somebody like that mm-hmm. so yeah it's pretty much eeyore or the hulkster <laughs> <laughs> right you feel so witty right now i do <laughs> That little look you gave me was like, (laughs) (laughs) well, well, what would you pick? Um, I think I would go with the low self-esteem. I think that's much easier to manage than someone who's super cocky. Yeah. That's just a big turnoff for me. Yeah. Immediately if people are overconfident. It's really really hard to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we would love to hear what you would rather and... I love also hearing your reasons why. So if you can find me on Instagram, this is where I tend to talk to people the most. Go to at the joy junkie. That's my handle. Find the latest meme for this particular episode and just share with us what you would rather. I love hearing from you guys. Cool. Thanks for that, babe. You got it. Let's move into how to let go of all of this inner shit talking that we do to ourselves and what that actual process looks like. Maybe it's around a specific topic like like your weight or your parenting or your competence or intelligence. Maybe it's in your career, your workplace. And you have sort of, it's almost like it's on a loop. It's something that you say to yourself in your own mind that is kind of on constant repetition. It's like a go-to thought pattern. Mm -hmm. And the deal with that is that whatever you say to yourself becomes your truth. Yeah. So make sure it's a truth you want to believe. Okay. Like it really truly is as simple as, is that real? Is that a real truth? So for instance, if you say to yourself, 
I am such an idiot. And you don't question that and you just keep repeating that in your own mind. That becomes your truth, whether it's a fallacy or not. It is a belief. Mm -hmm. It is something that you are attaching to. You know, there's deep-rooted stuff around beliefs and stuff, but everyone listening right now, we all know, like, there's stuff that we say to ourselves. Those voices. Those, yeah. That voice, mm -hmm. that statement. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how to catch that voice, how to, like, be onto it a little okay. bit better. And you'll see a spot for this in your worksheet. So be sure to get that cheat sheet again at thejoyjunkie.com slash 204. So your first step in starting to change this internal conversation is to take an inventory. Now, you've probably heard this before, but I want to give you some very specific things to start listening for. Okay. As it relates to this inventory. And you're going to see there's a whole section where you can record everything that comes up for you. Because you have to go through, I would highly suggest, at least two days. Maybe three or four days, maybe a whole week. Whatever you want to do so that you're really noticing. You know how when you know, you start working with a nutritionist or, you know, somebody in the health field or something like that. They're like, I want you to write down everything that you eat. Yeah. And then you're like, holy shit, everything I eat has sugar. Oh my gosh, no wonder I have all these. Da -da 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 -da. That's exactly what we're doing nice. for your internal conversation. Your mind diet. So you, you can have ideas like, like, I know I'm really hard on myself about my body. That's not what I'm talking about. I want to know specifically what you are saying in your mind because those are your truths those are your beliefs that's what you're underlining every time you say that so this inventory do not overlook this especially if you're on your fucking treadmill right now or you're driving and you're like yeah. "Ooh, this is a good idea i want you to make a commitment right now i don't mind that you're doing that at all but i want you to do the work you don't just you know i say this all the time you can't just read a book on pilates and right. hope that you get a better body same thing. You Please can, don't ride it while you're driving. Don't do it while you're driving. Yeah. Absolutely not. Don't do it on the treadmill unless you want like a treadmill fail on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> in a YouTube compilation. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you cannot just consume this information and expect things to change without you doing anything. Yeah. And I'm giving you examples. I don't know exactly what is happening in your own mind. So that's up to you to understand, what, understand what's happening for you, what your triggers are, what that specific phrasing is, so that you have the power to change it. And you have to make it important enough to actually change it. So when you take this inventory, I want you to listen for a few things. Very common phrasing for our inner critic, or I often call it your inner shit talker. You'll say things to yourself like, I'm so fill in the blank. I am so stupid mm. or I'm a, you'll call yourself a very specific name. I'm, I'm an asshole. Mm -hmm. I'm fat. I'm ugly. I'm a, I'm so. Yeah. A lot of times too, we'll do it in first person. Is that right? I always get first person mixed up. I is first person. Third. Okay. So third person third is person when is. you call somebody by name. Yes. Right. Right. Sorry. We'll do it in third person. I always get those confused. You'll say something like, God damn it, Amy. You're such an idiot. Mm, or Calling yourself by name. Right. Yeah. You'll call yourself specifically by name. Right? Right. And 
I want you to start paying attention to those things because if you are saying to yourself, God damn it, Amy, you're such an idiot. You're so stupid. You're underlining that as a truth. And you will continue to foster that even in very subconscious ways. Like say you're dating and you are meeting somebody who's really intelligent and you go on a date with them and now you've fostered this entire belief around how stupid you are. Every time you make a little mistake or anything like that, you've really nurtured this idea that you're an idiot. Okay. That's going to manifest itself in your relationship. Yeah, isn't it? Right? So true. So... Listen for those specific phrases, I'm so or I'm a, or even calling yourself by name Mm. and what you say to yourself when you use your own name. Another place to look is absolutes. If you're saying things like, I always do that, or I never can get anything right. I'll never get this done. Right. I'll never, I'll never make partner. I'll never complete this. I always, never, can't, won't. Things that are very finite and absolute. Mm, Interesting. Those things are only absolute if you choose that they are. And that's often not real. It's not true at all. But we just accept it as true. Is it true that you always fuck up? Probably not. Probably not. So don't say that to yourself, right? Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is even though that's not really true, it becomes true. To you. you. Yeah, right. Right? Right. Like we create that repetitive belief and Mm -hmm. we reinforce it through how we speak to ourselves. Another major way in which we tend to completely shit talk ourselves is in things like should. You should do this. where And that's a huge attachment most of the time to what other people think. How they're going to perceive you. Not really based off of what you want. Mm Mm-hmm. Another major area is what ifs. We what if ourselves in our minds to death, like absolutely to death. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if. Another area where I talk about this at length in a video that I've done in the past, I'm actually going to link to it in the show notes, and it's called Why Your Truth is Bullshit, and it unpacks this idea of If you followed me for any length of time or taken any of my classes, you've heard this before, but it's a framework called If This, Then That. And it's where we say, if this person doesn't love me, then I must not be lovable. Or it can be even really basic. If I don't complete this workout today, then I'm a failure. Then I'm a loser. So we Yeah. And I'm not going to go into this at length because you guys can certainly watch this video if you would like. But the idea is that we say, if this is the case, then this must be true. And we usually take an isolated incident where maybe we weren't our best. Like maybe we did miss a workout and we make it mean something catastrophic. Like if I miss this workout, then I can't stick to anything. Then I have to miss the rest of the week. Right. Right. Or yes, yes, yes. And for many people listening, it's not even just a set of facts like that. It's a fact. And then what it means about who you are as a human. Mm. So for instance, if I get rejected by this lover, then I'm not lovable. 
God. Instead of just being like, then I got rejected. Right. Why do I have to make it mean something about my character, who I am? Sometimes we just make up what it means about our set of circumstances. Then I'll be totally overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like what you were saying. Then I have to skip all week. Right. It's all bullshit. It's all doesn't have to be true if you don't want it to be. True so, lies. Anyway, if you want more on the if this then that framework, be sure to check out the show notes at thejoyjunkie.com slash 204. And you'll be able to, to watch that video if you want more on that particular strategy. That's your first item of business. Are you breaking breaking the machinery yeah <laughs> breaking Sound like r2d like a ma- mic drop <laughs> all right so your first step is to using all those things that i just mentioned you start taking this inventory of what you're actually saying to yourself day in and day out the second place to look is when you say these things and that's what i commonly refer to as your triggers so for many women A huge trigger is the mirror. Looking in the mirror, what do you say to yourself then? For many people, a huge trigger or it's harder for them to really love who they are, be themselves, is around family. Right. Some people, sadly, it's with a spouse. Others, it's friendships. Sometimes it's anything related to your business, your career. Sometimes, uh, I've heard this plenty of times, it's around money. For some people, you talk so much shit to yourself about how bad you are with money. Your relationship to to money is is suffering in some way. After you've kind of looked at how this might come across in your own mind, start paying attention to when it's happening. When is it the loudest? Because for many of us, we'll have areas where, where we feel pretty confident, you know, like... I, I feel pretty confident for the most part physically, you know? That's believable, right? What? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? Okay. Um, I'm not sure where you're going with I that. I don't either. <laughs> okay. Continue what you're saying and then I'll come back to it. That's a presentation pitfall. So so for me, I'm not, I'm not super triggered around uh, body-related stuff. I am very triggered around career. I'll notice that certain things I do, like that's why I stay off of Facebook for the most part. I don't want to see what everybody else is doing. I don't want to set up a comparison trap, an area in which I know I'm going to be triggered. Why not make my job easier? Why make sure I don't subscribe to a bunch of other coaches stuff? I don't, I want to focus on what I do and what I provide for my audience. I don't want to, I don't need to be bothered by all that other stuff. Mm that can really help you in deciding what sort of actions or behaviors you want to do when you realize when you are highly triggered. And it might be something like with family where you have to start establishing boundaries more or starting to say no more or eliminating or scaling down on certain individuals in your life, ending friendships or scaling down on friendships. Yeah. Anything that you wanted to mention about that? No, no. Okay. Um, I think... What I would love now to share with you guys is how to use this information and create a mantra or a statement to encourage you and really to say in your mind instead of what you have been saying. Now, you can do a couple of different things. One, you can choose one blanket statement that always helps you out. And we've talked about this before, like, you know, if you erase, notice. Erase, cancel, cancel. Erase, erase. Yeah. <laughs> cancel, <laughs> cancel. You could say something really generic, just like, I choose not to focus on that. 
I I love that one because when I find myself going down that little vortex, I'm like, oh, nope, I choose not to focus on that. I'm not going down that path. I'm not entertaining that thought. So you can always choose something like that, an umbrella blanket statement that will be applicable to almost any category. Or if you have one area, one trigger area that's really potent, and for a lot of people that is the case, they really struggle around their career or they really struggle with body image or they really struggle with relationships. And for many of you listening, you're like, oh, yep, mine is this. And right. you know you that know what it is, right? where you tend to beat yourself up. Let's say that you've identified that one of the things that you say to yourself constantly is, I'll never be as successful as so-and-so. I'm just not good enough. The first thing I want you to identify is one of those disempowering statements and analyze how you would rather feel about that topic. So if you have been saying, I'll never be as successful as so-and-so, I'm just not good enough, how would you rather feel about your career? Mm. Powerful, on top of your game, super successful, proud, accomplished, Get really clear on what you want to feel. Okay. All right. And what I'm gonna, you want to feel. It doesn't have to be the truth yet. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 And again, this is all laid out for you in the cheat sheet and it's written out as well. So you'll be able to make sense of it. It's not like it's just blank spots. Gosh. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can go back through it. Even if you're listening just right now, you know, on your way to work or whatnot, you can go back through it and it will all make sense. So the first is figuring out that topic, right? Now the second step, after you've identified, you know, this particular example is career. I would like to feel more powerful or more, you know, on top of my game or whatever. This The second step is to put what I have termed progressive language, and I've talked about this a few times on the pod, and I'll give you examples, in front of the way you want to feel. For example, I am on my way to success in my business, or I am committed to owning my power in my career, or you could tap into that worthiness place and say something like, I'm exploring what my relationship to self looks like, or I'm open to redefining my worthiness. Mm -hmm. So progressive language is all of those statements that I was saying, I'm on my way, I am committed, I'm exploring, I'm redefining, I'm open. Is it progress you? Right. right. Exactly. Progresses the sentence too. That's exactly right. Yeah. Because a lot of times when we think, you know, I'm such an idiot, and that's what you've been saying to yourself. Saying to yourself, I'm so intelligent and I'm so smart, feels asinine. Mentally, we cannot buy into it. We, right. we just cannot make uh, that big of a jump. Alert. Yeah. Lie. Right, right, right. Abort mission. If you can say something like, I'm not there quite yet, but I'm committed to changing this thought. Nice. Or I'm just not going to entertain this old. It's a lot more believable. Right. Yeah. I'm just not going to entertain this old shitty one. That's progress. Right? Yeah. A couple of examples you're going to see in the Mantra Maker on your worksheet. So let's take the topic of parenting. 
let's say that you would rather feel like say you've been saying to yourself like I'm not a good Pinterest mom like so and so or I never do this like blah 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 and it's like comparing to other people whatever the topic is around parenting that's your trigger how would you rather feel about the topic even if you even if you totally do not feel that way right now I would rather feel proud of the parent that I am that's what I want to feel I really want to feel pride. So if we were to tack a progressive statement onto the front, it could sound something like, I'm exploring what pride in parenting looks like. Mm. Or I'm committed to finding pride in my parenting. Or I'm on my way to being proud of the parent that I am. Does that make sense? It's, yeah. So you're creating something that is progressive. Yeah. Another example Let's say it is around body. And again, you could, you could, doesn't matter what you are saying. If you understand what your trigger is, then we can create a different mantra based off of how you want to feel. So it doesn't matter what you've been saying about your body. It's broken. It's ugly. It's fat. It's dimply. It's old. It's too young, which I can't mm. imagine. Um, <laughs> you know, no judgment, no ju- whatever you think. How would you rather feel? Maybe you would rather feel that you love your body. Can you say that right now? Fuck no. Right? Probably not. Right. But you can't say it and believe it. You exactly. Can it. You can yeah. say it. And, you, and that does work too. Like if you actually do repetition over and over and over and over again, you can start to believe it again. Mm-hmm. Most people, it feels so foreign and the jump is so vast that they skip it all together. They're like, yeah, right. I read a book, I can't remember what it was, but he was saying, and I've mentioned this on the pod before too, about um, making that a question instead of a statement. Right. And because then your brain naturally searches for the answer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could say like, what was one of the ones you just said? I want to love my body. Like maybe if you Why said- Why is it so easy for me to love my body? Mm-hmm. Right? If you ask that question, your mind automatically starts looking for reasons why you love your body. Or even something like, how can I show my body love? That's another one. Yeah, absolutely. Something like that mm-hmm. where – because I still think even if you say something like what what you just mentioned. What is it about my body that I love? Mm-hmm. Right? That's a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. But saying, you know, how how do I love my body or uh, what did you why say? Why do I love my body? Why do I love my like – that, that's yeah. still – there's kickback because it's yeah. like, I, but I don't. Right. But right. I don't. Yes. But you could say – you could very, very easily phrase it in a question and like how can I show love to my body? Right. If we were to take that, that example and tack a progressive statement onto the front, you could say something like I am committed to learning what loving my body looks like or I'm open to loving my body because mm-hmm. that's that's not saying I do right now right but I want that more than I want to hate it right, right? yeah it's looking at the feeling you want around it and then putting a progressive statement in that front ties of it back to the feeling that you want to receive that's exactly right I like it and maybe maybe you could think about Something like a negative self-talk or something that you say to yourself. And Me, then, myself? Yeah. And then I'll use that as an example. I'll run it through here since I don't know it. Um, but not yet. Let me do another example. Okay. But think about it so right. that I'm, I'm not. I'm pretty good to myself. 
You are. You are yeah. pretty good to yourself. Or maybe something that you've heard a client say. Uh, okay, I have one. Okay. Let me do this last example and then we'll okay. go to you. Another example might be a topic of your intimate relationship and and or dating, intimate partnership, whatever. So maybe what you would rather feel is I want to believe that I'm worthy of love and intimacy. The way you might make a mantra around that is I am redefining what worthiness looks like. One of the things that I want to mention here with this whole mantra maker concept is that it does not have to be directly related, like directly the same wording and all of those things. It just has to be something that you'd rather say to yourself. Right. Say that one again, that last one you just said. It was around believing, I want to believe that I'm worthy of love and intimacy. Uh That's what I want to feel. And the statement is then, I am redefining what worthiness looks like. So that doesn't even say anything about relationships. So that's what I mean by it doesn't have to be that like direct. It could be something even with body. Like I talk shit to my body, but what I really want is to feel worthy. So maybe by dissecting what you really want to feel, you can come up with a better progressive straight statement that you can attach I to. I think I just in my mind, I feel like having it tied into the sentence makes it that much more powerful. Yeah. I mean, you absolutely. Know. Absolutely. You can, and so do whatever works for you. Sure. But sometimes people option. get so stuck in that, that they go, well, now I need to say, I love my body. And I'm like, well, oh, I see. maybe it's just, I'm on my way to exploring self-love and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So you have a lot of freedom. The only point is that that statement makes you feel better than what you have been saying and that you can actually buy into it. Right. And then you can progress from there. Exactly. Too, right. You can start building on that. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Okay. So what's your example of some um, negative self-talk? Why don't you ever finish what you start? Okay. That's one that I find myself saying a lot. Okay. And so what what would you say that falls under what sort of topic? Procrastination. Okay. Or um It's uh, is it work ethic? No, no. It's not even around work. Like everything at work I I pretty much complete. It's mm-hmm. like it's like Things that I have on my to-do list, okay. I'll get just about done with them and then move on. Okay. And then I'll never get back to getting that. It's just like, you know, the project in the living room. Mm-hmm. I'll get it all, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part done and I'll leave the refining work and say, oh, I'll get to that. Right, right. Right. Okay. Your statement is around like procrastination or home projects or something like that. Okay, yes. Right? Is that yeah. what you're saying? As it relates to that topic, how do you want to feel? Um, accomplished. Okay. So if we were to run that through this particular framework, it might be, um, I would say in this situation, I would use something like, I am fully, what did you say that you wanted to feel? Accomplished? Accomplished. Yeah. I am fully capable of creating accomplishment. Okay. Or I am the creator of accomplishing what I want or something like that. That's probably how I would spin it for you. You could also do any of the progressive stuff like um, I'm exploring a new way to feel accomplished or I'm exploring a new way or I'm redefining my relationship with procrastination. How does that like – 
how does that tie to finishing a project though? Like, I just feel like that's just talking shit to myself again, because I'm like, yeah, but you got to really like knuckle down and get it done. Right. Like, how does it, how does the progressive statement tie back to not just how you're feeling, but the accomplishment or the, the final product, if you will. It is something to say in, it's a swap. So in that moment, okay. when you say to yourself, okay, I, I can't, I never finish anything. You go, no, 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 no. You have to stop yourself mm-hmm. in that moment and say, I am fully capable of redefining my relationship with procrastination. Gotcha. Okay. And that in turn helps you move forward and actually take steps to yes get where you need to go. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. It's like, um, it's like, can you, could you do a workout and fuel yourself with a bunch of shitty food? Yeah, you could probably still get through the workout, but it's a lot more painful and you feel worse and it's not so good. You could also get through that same task, that same workout by fueling yourself with things that set you up for success. So in your situation, you could make a to-do list all fucking day and feel like shit about it because you've been beating yourself up the whole time. Right. You could create a to-do list and an action item, you know, things that you want to do and fuel your mind with things that make your job easier. Great example. So it's how you get through the to-do list, how you get through the tasks. Mm -hmm. And that is indicative of how you speak to yourself. God, that makes more sense I think you were looking at it to change the entire scenario. Right. It's not going to change the scenario. It's going to change how you feel in that moment. Got it. The difference between being so mean to yourself and actually being kind to yourself. Okay, got it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Did you have any others from a client or anything? We probably mm. should wrap it up. No, I'm good. I mean, that, that that cleared it up for me right there. Okay, cool. So those are your steps. And then the final number four is to actually use them. And that's a really great point that you brought up. It's it's about swapping out. Mr. Segway. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So if you've noticed something that you've always said about your body – And the next time you're in the mirror, after you've done your mantra maker, the next time you're in the mirror, you hear yourself say, God, you're so gross. Like, look at the, no, 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 no. I am actively redefining my relationship with my body. It's a swap out in the moment. Got it. It doesn't mean you all of a sudden lost weight. It doesn't mean, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean you're more productive. I totally get it now. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm so glad you do that because that's what. That's what people listening are going to think. I know. Right? Yeah, that's, that's, of course, I get it. I fucking created it. I'm the voice of the people. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. When you get through your worksheet, number one, you take the inventory. Number two, you notice your triggers when you are speaking to yourself. Notice those triggers. Number three, you run everything through the mantra maker. You create a statement that you want to use around that particular trigger. And then four, you actually implement it. You yeah, use it. Do it yeah. If it is something like that you could put on your mirror, put it on your mirror if you're triggered by the fucking mirror. Yeah. You know, if you're triggered by something like that, like every time you get on your computer, you're you're likely to compare yourself to other people, put a sticky note right by your computer. 
Right. It's conditioning it. You actually have to use these. So again, make sure you go by the joyjunkie.com slash 204 and get your cheat sheet so that you can actually unpack some of this stuff. You guys, I can't thank you enough for all of the support that you give the show and for sharing this with your loved ones. We hear that all the time. And I, it just means so much to us. Yeah, absolutely. It, it really, really, truly oh, does. Yeah. If you do dig the show, we are not above begging for iTunes reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you, hope you guys have an awesome, awesome rest of your week. And we'll see you around these parts next week. Here's to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Out.